Good morning, this is your wake-up call. Welcome to China Jedi Talk, where we interview a broad selection of the human race, who spawn from different cities, towns and villages in and around China and across the world, to talk about life, business, love, strife, places, faces, different races, attractions, distractions, goals and aspirations, creating selections, affections, opportunities and connections, and as always, shining humor, love and light on Chinese life. May the smile be with you. Can I just say that my questions just like yours are just begun? Can I just say that your questions just like mine are just begun? Cause it was breaking news. I am not missing that. Oh, thank goodness to not have to rely on a VPN and be able to WhatsApp, Facebook, Instagram, and WeChat all at the same time. <laughs> it's, it's amazing, yeah. Now, let's move a little bit here. I've got something in front of me. I think this will be quite fun. I've got some facts, um, fun and interesting facts about Bali and the surrounding area. So let, let me just go through them again and see if um, you know any of this, uh, Car. I certainly didn't. Bali's actually free islands. Um, not that you're on Bali, but it's three islands, um, not just one. You knew that, I'm sure. I don't know anything about Bali yet, mate. <laughs> no, no, still, okay, I'm well... still living the gilly life. <laughs> you snob. You've become a snob after three months. No, we don't talk about Bali. I just haven't been to Bali. I need to go there before I know anything about it. <laughs> yes, very true. Well, it's a massive volcano there. Uh, Nusa Penida, yes. and Nusa Lembongan and uh, Nusa, I think, Seningang. Uh, form a cluster of islands about 20 to 30 uh, minutes away from Sonor, which is on the east of Bali. Ice, uh, fact number two, is government regulated, so no need to order all your drinks neat. Uh, it's quality controlled, apparently, by the local government. Yeah. Okay. Uh, fact three, you should leave food on your plate, um, potentially for the ants, maybe, but apparently it's uh, it's culturally, it's the etiquette there uh, to not finish everything. They have that in Japan. Yeah. Did you know that? Hmm. That's similar to China, isn't it? Hmm. Hmm. Well, they leave so much food, don't they, in China? Right, when you go out yeah. for those meals, it's uh, quite horrific, actually, in a way, the uh, the waste of food there. Bali is actively volcanic. Uh, we know that. There's a lot of rumbles going on there. And do you know what? Again, it's that classic irony, isn't it? God produced these most wonderful places, fertile lands, beautiful tropical fish, diversity you could never imagine. And then they plop a ring of fire and a load of massive volcanoes that could erupt at any time. <laughs> you just got to love that, haven't you? you gotta, it's the yes. yin and the yang alive. <laughs> we just had an earthquake the other day, actually. Like 3.2 wow. just off the coast here. I was like, oh, okay. All right. Woke wow. me up a bit. Yeah. Really? Yeah, you, 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 heard, you felt the shake. Yeah, yeah, I was standing in my kitchen and I felt it. Yeah. And I mean, talking to the locals in that, Cara, that's probably not unusual, yeah? It's not unusual, but everyone is a little on edge after the huge earthquake they had mm. in 2018. Mm. And um, Lombok was hit hard, which mean, meant Gilly, like a lot of places went down here. So I, I think people are really on edge when it happens. But this one was quite small and off the coast. Wow. Well, of course, we go over to the Canary Islands at the moment, Los Palmos, and there is one literally, it's erupting now, isn't it? It's incredible, the photography you checked it out and we just hope 
that obviously it doesn't go to maximum and it and it calms down a bit. As I said, just the world is just absolutely bubbling at the moment, isn't it? So you want to make those changes, listeners, in your life. Now is a really good energetic time to do it, just as, um, as Cara and K2Fit have done. Fact number five, the airport will be shut one day a year they have this kind of day out of time uh, hindu celebration it's called nyepi nyepai perhaps a day okay. of silence yeah an opportunity for self-reflection um and it's enforced as well you, you you don't work you just stop and i love that it's a great great thing yeah yeah amazing um, what day is that, that i was just uh looking at that what day is it uh no, can't be told. Well, that's terrible research. As you really should have given us something on that. <laughs> something to look up, we listeners. Can look but... it up after. <laughs> Bali is a coral triangle. Uh, amazing for snorkeling. I, I've been there. And you, of course, you've been with the turtles. If you love that stuff, this is the place to go to. Uh, has one of the highest densities of spas in the world. Okay, there you go. That's what I, I, I said earlier. Fact number eight, malevolent spirits are not welcome. Indeed, they're not. They're everywhere, apparently. And there are a myriad of practices to keep evil ones at bay. Do you, do you see that? Um, there's lots of gateways with um, with statues outside, you know, to guard from the spirits. Um, noticed a any of that on Gilead? A little bit. And apparently uh, if there's an archway of trees, that is mm -hmm. not a good sign here on Gilly. Right. Could be ghosts. I'm not sure. Okay. I mean, it's, it says here, don't forget to honk your horn, Cara. I guess that'll have to be the one when you're on your horse. On my horse, um, yeah, on my you, bike, yeah. If, if you drive past a cemetery, as uh, as this will uh, also scare the the spirits away from the cemetery. Uh, interesting, interesting. Mm. Uh, fact number nine, apparently this was David Bowie's final resting place. He requested in his will to have his ashes scattered in a Buddhist ritual in Bali. Um, no one knows if it actually happened, but he had a long standing love for Indonesia. Um, okay. So that's interesting. And uh, apparently here, number 10, Turta Empul is a must. It's a tourist attraction. It's a water temple. Uh, looks like definitely going to have to go there. It has a big pilgrimage. Um, they come to undergo a lengthy purification ritual that involves bathing in freshwater springs from a series of 30 water spouts. And the temple was actually founded in 962 AD, dedicated to the Indian god Vishnu. Make sure you go there, Kara. I'm being told. Turta Empul um, on okay. the mainland when you get there. And da, 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 a rice field isn't just a rice field, apparently. Um, it's more than just a photo opportunity and for making rice. It represents centuries of social and spiritual culture. Um, irrigation systems, siphon water from groundwater sources through water temples via a system of canals. Um, yeah, so it's not just, a, I mean, they're beautiful. I'm looking at a picture now, listeners, of these rice steps, you know, that they put into the, into the hills. Do they do rice? I'm sure not in Gilead. That's probably not a place where they make rice. Am I right? I think I've seen some rice fields, but they'd be pretty small since the island's tiny. Yes. Uh, have you, I, I, have you explored all of the island yet? A lot, but there's a lot of like side little dirt alleyways mm. that you don't know where to go. And uh, so not completely, but I do a little bit every day. Just sounds so exciting. It's, it's brilliant. super cool. Yeah, it's super cool. But not cool are the monkeys. Uh, they have no manners, apparently. Do you get monkeys on Gilead? Nope. No monkeys here. Uh, just, no just monkeys, forces. no dogs. Uh, and now I know you like a bit of meat, 
myself i am uh, you know i'm like i said a flexitarian no yeah you didn't bring that one with you but um ubud is a vegan heaven i remember we we're talking about ubud the spiritual yes. capital and i'm sure i just i love vegan food vegetarian food and for me you know i would go completely vegan or vegetarian if the environment was fitting for it. as you know in china when you go out with stuff it's quite hard you know and i I'm, i call myself a flexitarian because i do like meat and sometimes when it's there and it's the only thing you have to delve um mm. but certainly the environment seemingly there is really pro um veganism and vegetarianism right yes i've heard that yeah everyone's a vegan in ubud as as i've heard i don't know yet mm. now have you swam with the dolphins yet? No, not yet. Just the turtles. Uh, well, apparently, if you want to, you need to get up very early, uh, Miss Watsky. Just a okay. little little bit of uh, tip there from China <laughs> Jedi. And finally, we'll end with this one. When you go to a temple, it's rude to do these things. So don't do these things. Uh, here you go. Um, have the soles of your feet pointing at the altar. Very um, Asian thing, of course, not to do that. Don't point at things, especially statues. Be improperly, don't be inappropriately attired. You must wear a long sarong and cover your shoulders. Yeah, I like wearing a good sarong. Be loud or irreverent. That's going to be a problem for me. Um, stand higher <laughs> Stand higher than the priest. Don't stand higher than the priest. Have an uncovered wound. Mm, and the last one, be visibly pregnant. Okay, so obviously just don't have it out. Put the top over it. Yeah. So, which makes sense go. with the sarong <laughs> and covering your shoulders so why would you have your tummy just out yeah this is it this is it so okay off that some interesting facts there i hope uh, for some of you listening um give me the main thing that you missed then you you said earlier that friends making friends and that's i think a really key point when you go from such a, a bustling place to a you know a very small secluded island but what what else is there that you miss about China car. I mean, three months in now, maybe some of it hasn't started to to really think about it yet. But yeah, any things that come to mind? Top things, friends, for sure. Feeling like I'm right. at home, yeah. you know, but that will get here. But uh, food also, I, I do miss the variety mm. of different like Chinese food and also Western um, from foods around the world. It's quite limited here currently. I miss the skyline when I'm walking at night kind of thing like that's quite a nice huh. thing about Guangzhou is the beautiful lights and how you know it's it's incredible to look at this amazing skyline right um and here I mean it's just quiet at night it's dark you wouldn't you wouldn't just go out at night but you do have the beautiful mornings and and sunrises yeah yeah um, yeah, yeah. I, not much then <laughs> honestly i love being here i mean it's it's the people and the people and food i guess would be the main things but i love the quiet i love maybe maybe i'll get super bored here soon you know i've only been here three months so going from a big bustling loud city to quiet where i'm writing my book and need that time without friends actually it's kind of good that i have no friends because it doesn't distract me from what i'm trying to achieve right so maybe it'll change um in december or january i will probably be moving to bali and i will learn about all these things that you've just given mm -hmm. us thank you so much mm -hmm. um so yeah we'll, we'll see what happens uh, i i mean on that note so <laughs> let's if you want to get cheese macaroni at the moment, you have to take a boat 
over to Lombok. Am I right? Or do you have to go Correct. over to Bali? Okay. Lombok, yeah. So and how long does that 50, take? 15 minute boat ride. And, and then 40 only... minute car ride. 40? Yeah, because they, where the dock is to where the uh, shops are. Yeah, about 40 minutes. Wow. And it's like is... super windy roads, right? Like it's beautiful countryside and like, sky, um, sorry, driving right along the the sea, right? But it's up and down. So it's not like mm -hmm. just getting on a highway. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. You know. Okay. And there's a little store there. Is there like a, it's not going to be a massive supermarket and they have foreign goods. Am I right? It's a pretty big supermarket, but yeah, they have foreign imported goods. There's a few things you can get on the island here, like milk. <laughs> bit of cheese but uh okay. most of, most of it you go on the boat it was like when when i first got here and had to buy a fridge and a washing machine that was quite interesting because i had to go mm. over on the boat get the washing machine and fridge delivered to a private boat and then get the washing machine and fridge onto a horse cart to get to my house it was quite wow. the adventure quite yeah. the fitness uh quite the fitness activity for the morning i'm sure Yes. <laughs> I didn't do most of the lifting, though, I have to be honest. The porters right. kind of do that. Now, these are the things, Cara, that we don't appreciate, aren't they? I mean, anyone listening now who's in the big cities like me, you know, don't not appreciate Meituan. Meituan, You know, Cara yeah. wanted some macro. You could have just got your phone out and it would have been there in 30 minutes. I mean, it's just amazing, really, isn't it, how that works in China? True. Yes. And Taobao that you can get everything. There's similar things here, but I don't think it's as efficient or no. as diverse and available goods as China. Can we talk a little bit prices at the moment? You go get your cheese, you get your fridge. In China, it's all made in China. No doubt, probably the fridge you got was made in China. Um, what, you know, the price is a lot different for those kind of things, for foreign goods, for electronics. Are we talking a lot more expensive, um, Cara? Have you ever bought a fridge in China? Every every apartment I've ever been to had a fridge, so I don't even know. <laughs> yes. You know what I mean? Like I have no, no idea. Yeah, well, I'd probably say for about what? Um, it, probably about a thousand RMB, you can get a decent fridge. Yeah. Um, yeah I don't know what so this, into. this big fridge, because we got quite a big one, um, was it looks like about fifteen hundred renminbi. Okay. Oh, that's pretty. Yeah. I think that's pretty good. Yeah, that's pretty good. And and how about things like your macaroni cheese and that? I mean, they're a bit more expensive, of course, in Guangzhou and that, aren't they? When you go and buy something like that, but um, for sure, it... for sure, anything you buy, like in Guangzhou, even if I bought like stuff like that, or every mm. so often I want salt and vinegar chips or something, you're paying like ten bucks for a bag mm. of salt and vinegar chips, like which yeah. is great. I actually love this part of china that the export tax is really high because it helps me with my clients yes. i'm like don't buy it then it's too bloody expensive and yeah. you don't need it right so it's kind of like you you don't buy it as often like back home you could rock up to a you know a walmart yep. or you know lowe's or whatever wherever you're from and just buy bags of chips and all pop and all this stuff that well i guess pop's cheap in in china but you know people stock their pantry full of really crap right but here in china and indonesia it's expensive to get these things so it's kind of like a deterrent in a sense mm -hmm. so stick to the whole foods stick to the stuff that our body actually needs and then once in a while you can indulge financially and for your waistline on some treats i'll say yeah, yeah. good point fresh locally produced food 
is what we should be kind of eating well you'd say 80 percent of the time wouldn't you the old 80 20 ratio yes. so yeah definitely. um what about then uh just general stuff then now where you are buying fruit vegetables cooking um electricity is it is it cheaper than china cara yes to, to live yeah yes okay. yeah it's much cheaper so okay. that's that's a bonus um yeah, I mean, I get smoothie bowls and a smoothie bowl is like five or ten kwai. Whereas if you go to like mm. a restaurant in Guangzhou for a smoothie bowl, it's like 40. So, wow. I mean, it's it can be a huge difference. Yeah, and over the years, of course, in China, I'm sure you've seen as much as the prices have really gone up, haven't they? Especially for fruits and, and things like that. So, again, developing societies and countries that tends it tends to be the the pattern so that's that's really mm. good to hear and the in, the internet actually i mean our line today is wonderful um how's the internet are you cringing sometimes sending an email i mean all these people want five six seven g i'm quite happy with the free g um <laughs> but wh how, how's that for you there well the power goes under the water to lombok through like through a pipe whatever and it cuts a lot because a tree here will fall on the lines that are not really well developed here and so the power will cut every couple weeks or so and you'll be without power for a good couple hours or a day you're like oh my uh -huh. gosh i hope i don't have any zoom calls today or skype calls right. You know, um, so, yeah, I mean, it's it's touch and go sometimes, but for, for the most part, it's it's quite good. Like today, we've done great, right? Yeah, indeed. And there you go. There's another thing you don't think about, listeners, your, your electricity cutting out or something like that. I mean, I have to say one thing you do, especially around the holidays here, uh, where, where our studio is, sometimes the VPNs can go down, can't they? Um, which is a little yes. bit annoying. I bet you're not missing that, though, are you? I having to keep switching on your phone. And oh, oh, it's so frustrating, isn't it? Thank goodness to not have to rely yeah. on a VPN and be able to WhatsApp, <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, and WeChat all at the yeah. same time. Oh, it's it's amazing. Yeah. 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 And YouTube. Don't just don't. Let's not go there. Now, of course, <laughs> these times the power does go down. Uh, it gives you a great chance to work on your book. Now, let's talk a little bit about your book because I didn't know about this. Um, tell us about your book. You finished it. What, what's going on? You're going to try and publish it. Uh, I haven't finished be... it yet. It's okay. like almost done. Uh, yes, I will publish. I will probably offer it for free as an ebook for the first, I'm not sure how many, I, I'm working with my coaches on how to launch it in mm -hmm. the best way that it can provide tons of value to as many people as possible. And then of course, you know, we have to cover some of our costs over the last mm -hmm. couple of years, developing it and doing research and, you know, you know, everything that goes into a book and the publishing fees, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, I really want to share out to people about fitness transformation inside and out. Um, of course, the book will likely be titled something about getting into your best, you know, your best shape and making sure to hit that nerve where people, people do. They, they, I think a lot of the time people don't join a fitness program because they're like, I hope my body is amazing on the inside and my well-being is super good. But that's the effect of fitness and eating healthy, right? But they first think, okay, I really want to fit in my bikini this summer or I really want to, you know what I mean? I, like, of course, I, I don't want to like only promote that, but we do body transformation. And with that comes the coaching on the inside. 
So mm. yeah, the book's about how you can live your healthiest and feel your best and look your best, whatever that may be to you. And it gives you very simple tools on how to do it in a regular everyday person way, not this bodybuilder plan that's totally not sustainable for the long term. It, it really does delve into the simple steps that we've used for the over 6,000 people we've helped mm -hmm. train and transform their lives and putting it into this book form where people, if they're not in our program, they can at least have the book, have the tools, have the simple steps and implement it into their lives. Yeah, indeed. And when and you're looking at getting this out this year, I suspect, well, where are we now? By the end of this year or when's the plan? I for... hope by the end of this year or being the very uh, wannabe Chinese side of me, maybe by Chinese New Year to have it yeah. fully launched. Yeah. Oh, great. Well, because we need forward. to go through editing and stuff like that. The, f the fun stuff now. The fun stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and really look forward to uh, to getting to getting to see that. That would be um, yeah, a great read, I'm sure. And you're going to have I'm, I'm sure you will like the case studies of all these people that you've you know, your platform has helped. They're going to be little case studies in there intermingle. I've yeah, interviewed that's... over 30 people for the book, um, taking Brilliant. their best bits and their struggles too. So people know, okay, this is what you can achieve. This is the hurdle that I had to get through and really try to share other people's journey, hopefully inspire other people's, uh, other people to do the same. Well, wish you all the best with that. As I said, look forward to seeing, a, I'm going to get a signed copy. Can you put your yeah. like fingerprint on it as well with some red ink, you <laughs> sure. know? proper Chinese style proper yes Chinese style. Oh, yes. That's so <laughs> yeah I'm doing that <laughs> right Miss Watsky it's time to take you as we come towards the end of the podcast to see how much you do know about this wonderful place you've now moved to Indonesia I'm going to give you a few little questions as always uh, I will give you some options and you can choose one of them so you can have a guess uh, if you need to so it's how much does Kara Watsky know about Indonesia <laughs> Are you ready? Oh, gosh, no. Can I hang up now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The tree's falling over the lines. Something's oh, going yeah. wrong. Yeah. I'm going through a tunnel. <laughs> okay, here we go then. Number one, Indonesia is made up of approximately how many islands, Kara? How many islands? 300, 700, 1,200, or 18,000? How many? 1,200. Okay, the answer is 18,000. I'm going to oh tick. I'm going to tick when you get one right. So no tick uh, for that one. I'm I, I, 18,000. That is incredible. Crazy. I guess Isn't so. It? There's tiny little I, specks everywhere. I tell you what, I'm thinking I might have to come over on one of those 18,000 islands and uh, set up another K2 Fit. K2 yeah. Fit 2 um, <laughs> in, in partnership with the K2 Fit Originales. Okay, number two, who of these is in no way Indonesian? Who of these is in no way Indonesian? Um, oh, cripes. Uh, Famke Janssen, Robin Van Persie, Eddie Van Halen, or Jean-Claude Van Damme? <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is so random. Um, I have no idea, but I love Jean-Claude Van Damme, so I'm just going to say him. Okay, let's let's see. You are right. He is oh, in no yes. way. He's from Holland, isn't he? I think John Corp Van Dam potentially. French. Um, oh, is he? Maybe French Dutch. French. Maybe he's just French. Okay, something to What's the look other up. French after. something. Yeah, <laughs> somewhere around there. 
somewhere around there. Um, right, next one. Indonesia won two medals at the 2012 Olympics. My gosh, this must be an old quiz. In which event did they win the two medals in the 2020 London Olympics? Archery, badminton, weightlifting or shooting? Badminton. Okay. It's not, I'm afraid, it's weightlifting. Let's move on. One what? out of three so far. <laughs> so there you go. If you start to do some weightlifting courses, there might be some some locals there really up for that. Weightlifting, they won two Olympic medals. Sounds like they should teach me. They're the Olympians. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number four, Islam is the most practiced religion in Indonesia, but which is the second? Christianity, Hinduism, Buddhism, or Shinto, Kara? Christianity. Absolutely right. There's another one on the scoreboard. Yeah, let's move on. Number five. During the 2012 US presidential election campaign, some commentators noted that Barack Obama was displaying physical signs of the cultural customs he picked up when he lived in Indonesia as a child. What was the sign? Um, he didn't thank a supporter. Oh, he, sorry, he did thank a supporter for their encouragement in Bahasa. Um, that he pointed at Mitt Romney with his thumb during a presidential debate. Oh my gosh. That he revealed he trained in the Indonesian martial art of Penkak Silat. I'm sorry I've said that wrong, any Indonesian listeners. And finally, that he had a small tattoo on his shoulder to remind him of his time growing up in the country. One, two, three or four. I won't go oh over gosh. those again. Oh, my gosh. I remember. Um, How would you know? Uh, one. Where he One, okay, he thanked Bahasa his supporters for that. Yeah, yeah, okay. Unfortunately not, he apparently pointed at Mitt Romney with his thumb oh, during say a that presidential... one, but I was like, no, that can't be it. <laughs> is, is that a kind of cultural thing, is it, to point with the thumb? I think yeah. you're not supposed to point with your finger. Yeah, we talked in about that, didn't culture, we? any culture, really. Like, is in any culture okay to point at somebody with your finger? I, I always find it a little rude. I'm like, put your yeah. finger down. Well, when my child doesn't pick up that thing I've asked him 20 million times to do on the floor, I do tend to point first at <laughs> their body and then I move it to navigate to where it is. Um, so, yeah, maybe I should think about that. Right. Number six. Never mind. How many female presidents has Indonesia had, Kara? Zero, one, two or three. How many female presidents? One. You're absolutely correct. There you go. Back on the fourth. Four. You're doing well. You're doing well. Um, question seven. Which banknote carries a picture of the first Indonesian president, Sukarno? Which uh, banknote? Is it the 1,000? Is it rupiah or rupiah? Rupiah. Okay. Is it 1,000, 10,000, 50,000 or 100,000 as she opens her wallet? Listen, Can is I now. Can I my wallet? Yeah, hold on one second. <laughs> no, absolutely not. My, my guess is 10,000. And you're nearly right. Added to, needed to add another zero. It's the 100,000 rupiah oh, um, has his face on it. Let's move on. Gado Gado or Gado Gado? Gado Gado. Yeah. Okay. Is an Indonesian greeting or a traditional round Indonesian hat? Is it an Indonesian dish of vegetables and peanut sauce? Or is it the Indonesian name for the slow loris? It's an Indonesian dish with peanut sauce. You're absolutely right. And it is fantastically tasty, isn't it? Yes, it is. Delicious. There you go. Uh, number nine. What form of government does Indonesia have? Communist, democracy, dictatorship or a monarchy? Oh, no. <laughs> I am very surprised you don't know this one. Oh, no. 
I'm scared oh, no. to be wrong. Oh, come on. Communist, democracy, dictatorship or monarchy? Communist. It is, I'm afraid, democracy. Well, I'm not afraid. That's a good thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, 2004, I believe. They uh, kicked the uh, out. So, uh, yeah, it's a democracy okay. now. I'm still um, in China in my brain. So exactly. Yeah, good, good, <laughs> good, uh, good point. Right. Next, number 10. You've, you've got five so far. So, yeah, over 50 percent. According to the Indonesian government, Kara, approximately how many orangutans are left in the country? 15,000, 61,000, 96,000 or 120,000? Your guess is as good as mine. Oh, gosh. B. <laughs> yep, sixty-one We'll go for that. It's correct. Yes. There you go. Look at that. Well done. <laughs> I feel like Six. I'm back in school. Choose B or C. <laughs> this this is what we like to do. We like to spread that feeling in China Jedi. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, number eleven. Only a few more to go. Which state has never colonized or occupied Indonesia? Which state? Netherlands, Japan. France or Portugal? That's a tough one. Netherlands, Japan, France or Portugal? Never colonized or occupies the great Indonesia? Japan? It is France. Yes, the Netherlands, Japan and Portugal have unfortunately put their mucky hands over some of the places over our history. So, yeah, it's France. Well done, okay. France, to that one. Uh, number 12. How many countries have a bigger population than Indonesia? Is it free? nine seven or five gosh i'm really throwing these at you i do apologize three nine seven or five countries have a greater population than indonesia three you got it you got it miss watsky Woo! correct only three do so quite a populated um place indeed although not on your island <laughs> no um, <laughs> number 13 three more to go which of these animals is not endemic to indonesia is it the Sulawesi palm civet, the Komodo dragon, Bennett's tree kangaroo, or the silvery gibbon, otherwise known as Hylobate maloc? Apologise again for my pronunciation. Which is not endemic to Indonesia? I don't know. I heard the word kangaroo. I can only think of Australia. Yes. So kangaroo? Let's see. Let's see. And it's correct. Well done. <laughs> yes, kangaroo. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> Number 14, only one of these places sends more tourists to Indonesia than Australia. Which is it? Now, be very careful here because we did talk about this and mm. there may be a time dimensional dilation in the answer. So it's either Singapore, Britain, China or Japan. I'm trying to help you here. It might not be what you think. Singapore, Britain, China or Japan, the second biggest tourist market to indonesia cara <clears throat> oh gosh uh what was it singapore 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 britain yeah. china yeah. or japan britain britain you like you like the brits don't you you said it earlier they were the most <laughs> avid visitors it is i am afraid singapore which oh, again gosh. With the Chinese community, it's only a few hours away from you, isn't it? A lot of the medical services, great medical services. I know a lot of people I, I know on the ground there go to Singapore or recommend it if something serious happens. So I guess there's a lot of visitors from Singapore. So they go Chinese, Singapore, Singapore Chinese, um, mm. big visitors, I'm sure, coming your way soon as the doors open up. Finally, let's get this one right. Which of these is not an Indonesian national animal? Which isn't? Is it the Asian arowana fish? The dugong, the Javan hawk eagle, 
or the Komodo dragon, which is not an Indonesian national animal. No idea. The eagle. The Javan hawk eagle. It's, I'm afraid it's the dugong. The dugong. Isn't that like a big bird or something? I don't know, man. (laughs) (laughs) Weirdest trivia questions ever. Well, look, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Hey, you got eight out of 15. And I think, considering you've been there three months, is pretty good going. So I think you pass with full Indonesian colours. Well done, Cara. Thank you, mate. Thank you. (laughs) I'll learn some more for the next one. Yeah, I know you were a little bit bit nervous about that, weren't you? So I think you did. (laughs) I think you did a, a brilliant job. Right. Before we end, let's talk about um, plans for the uh, near future and moving forward. Is this a place you can really see yourself settling down in? Do you feel the vibe? Obviously, your family can all go over there. Everything's just working up to a brilliant recipe. Yes, I believe Indonesia is a really, really great place to be and great place to settle. And if anyone can and wants to move from a uh, big city life it is an uh, incredible place to be for sure yeah and i think you've summed it up so well. i think there's so many i'm going to really looking forward to listening back to this pod because there's some really great stuff in here and again really hats off to you uh fullest respect for making the big move i'm i'm really chuffed for you and uh, i look forward Thank to you. coming and seeing the place and, and and everything like that so really brilliant stuff uh cara and finally before we end the listeners could you just again just give us where to find k2 fit how to get in touch with you those kind of things if they want to maximize their fitness take it to another level you can go to k2fit.com which is k2 the number two fit.com but the best way is actually to connect with me as your personal coach and that way i can contact and and discuss what goals that people have i i love talking to people i love helping people um so kara.watsky on instagram is my handle and yeah i love talking to people so if you guys have any questions about fitness health hitting your own personal goals please do hit me up wechat is just watsky let's um just again because your surname is a bit difficult to spell uh watsky would be w u t z k E. Yes, correct. It is a very difficult name. I really need to have a stage name. How does Madonna sound? I tell, I can tell you've been on your own for too long, haven't you? These three months, you're getting grand, <laughs> grand delusions. Okay, you're not, you're not eating any of the mushrooms, are you? You've got to be careful no, there. No, it no, says no, in no, the Lonely no. Planet. No, 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 no. <laughs> My vice is mac and cheese. <laughs> okay, well maybe you know I can come and play guitar for you or something when you when you form the K2 Fit Band. How about that? <laughs> yes, <laughs> <That's enough>. absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Okay. Um, uh, Kara Watsky, um, aka Miss K2 Fit, wonderful having you on, and we'll touch base again soon. As always, this is China Jedi. If you enjoy listening to the China Jedi podcast and want to get involved, either by asking a question, expressing your opinion, good or bad, light or dark, or even appearing as a special guest, then get in touch by emailing our team at info at chinajedi.com. That's info at chinajedi.com. May the smile be with you.